Give me a few scriptures up there if you would today. What I'm going to talk about is been laid upon my heart and it I'm asking the Holy Spirit to deliver what what I feel in here. I don't know if you ever experienced that. You're feeling something in here and it's hard to articulate it out, out here. Um, today I want to draw a word from society and, uh, it's called life coach life coach I'd like to be a pastoral life coach this morning uh, with regard to what the Lord has laid upon my heart So teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This morning I'm going to be talking to us about Tuning into the present. Tuning into the present. It says, teach us to number our days. It's, he's not trying to tell us that, can you give an estimation how many days you have? The very context of the scriptures you can't allude to that, but it has more to it than that. It really has to do with, with making, uh, seizing the moment. Fill each day or, or, or grasp the value of each day. You see, time is valuable. If you have money and you lose it, you can regain it. But if you lose time, it's gone. The great challenge of life and the balance in life is, is how do we honor the past and how do we embrace the future but at the same time live in the present? While both ends of the spectrum are great and wonderful and they have, you know, an input in our todays, the 
only period of time that we actually hold is today. God holds our tomorrows, but we hold our todays. And that's not minimizing God's effect and God's hand in our todays, all right? But today is a hands-on day. It's in your hands. It's in my hands. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can't You can't leave yesterday and get to tomorrow without today. Let that sink in. Yeah, you can go, well, duh. No, it's more than that. The connecting factor is today. The connecting factor is today. And so, so you know, we're often living, we're often living for tomorrow with such intensity that we actually, you know what I mean, fail to live to the full potential and draw what's in our todays. And so in this passage of Scripture in Psalms 90 and 12, it shows us that the Bible treats time very seriously. You see, time isn't spiritually neutral. Time in itself will go bad. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. If we don't do something about today, Lord help our tomorrows. Hallelujah. Time is given in increments. It's called today. When God created this great world, that which we see and that which we even don't see, that which people are discovering, he did it in today's. Think about it. On the first day, God created On the second day, God created. It's an amazing thing that God did things one day at a time. Teach us to seize the day. 
I'm not diminishing the fact of the importance of planning for tomorrow, but don't let the planning for tomorrow cause you to miss today. The Lord worked on the principle of day to day. And there are things that can add to our lives in that day or they can rob us of the life that's to be in that day. So that's why I want to be a life coach for us today. The importance of managing today. Most or so much is about tomorrow or yesterday. And they are uniquely and wonderfully necessary and connected. Because hope inspires our today. So it's not that we don't want to have tomorrow and hope and the yesterdays, they have a great influence on our today. It's no secret that Life has a way of distracting us and keeping us away from the moments that God gives to us. Our heads can get cluttered. Anybody ever had your head cluttered? Yeah. You know, and the mind chatter. Anybody had any mind chatter? It's what causes you you can't sleep at night. You just can't doze off. It's mind chatter. And that mind chatter invariably is about yesterday and tomorrow. Whether it's broken memories, anxieties, fears of what's to come, all the while it causes us to look past the beauty of today. Today, if you hear me, God is always speaking in today. The idea of waiting for God is not just a, is, is, is not just a, a time element, it is a service element. They that wait or waiter. Those that are waitering in their todays shall renew their strength. Their tomorrows are going to be majorly powerful. The pace of life is not going to catch them, you know what I mean, uh, uh, unprepared. For they shall, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint and they shall mount up on wings like an eagle and yes 
today. The challenge of we have in life, but not only in life, in Bible Center Church as we're in transitioning period is, is this very fact that learning how to live in the present while we honor our past and at the same time we reach for the future. It's possible to be so future-focused that we miss today. It's possible to, to, to be so memory-oriented that we slip into yesterday's ways of being and we go around in circles and we, we miss the moment. See, because today is important. It's what you have. It's what I have. How, learning how to live presently. Because today is what connects yesterday and tomorrow. And let me say again. Tomorrow is in God's hands. But today is in our hands we are the stewards it's important how you live today that you able to ensure your future so that the light of today illuminates tomorrow rather than fear and sometimes old patterns In order to enjoy our future, we must learn how to live today. This is what God has put on my heart and has said. You see, life is not just about tomorrow. It's more about today and what God wants today. Living one day at a time, it's not always easy, but it's what God told us to do. Many people live in the past. It's almost like the good old days. Frankly, I like the good old days. But I've already been through them. I want to get to tomorrow, but I can't do it without today. Thank God for good memories. When we live in the past, we can tell you dates and events and 
you know, everything that happened yesterday in detail. And we need to honor our past. We need to have a good memory of yesterday. But we must not let it drag us down from living today or pressing toward tomorrow. He said, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. He, he, he gets pretty radical about dealing with our past. Forget it. In other words, don't let it shackle you. Your past is not before you. Your past is the platform upon which we stand today. Vitally important. So important that God even made monuments and feasts so the people could remember his faithfulness. But it was their memory of the past that prevented them from going into the promise. The memory of the past can, if it doesn't have balance, you know what I mean, will warp your vision of the future. We had it better. They were afraid of what was ahead of them. They had slavery back here and they were just afraid of the, of the giants that was before them. And so it warped their vision for the future. With the Lord in our lives, the best is yet to come. I want to say it again. With the Lord in our lives, the best is yet to come. Give the Lord a praise this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Yesterday is not our best. Yesterday is not your best. It was great. It's wonderful. But it's just the platform upon which something better is built. I like what the, the prophet said there. I'll make a way. You know, forget those things. Because I'll make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The environment may not be always conducive. But there will be a road. There will be waterways. So we want to honor the past. 
but we don't want to just live in the future either. Sometimes we're so focused on the future in its possibilities or maybe its pitfalls that lie ahead that it has an effect upon us. We should have goals. But we must not get stuck in when I'm finished, when I get, when this happens, when the time comes, when I, when I, when I. When I retire, I'm going to start living. No. Now things will change. It'll be a little different, but Clayton, we're going to live right now. Amen. It was a moment in time. It was a platform, but here we are. You know, I'm not going to wait to live. I'm going to take the today. Let it be the, the f formula that, that, that's given to my mind. Sometimes you can live in the future to such a point that you pull tomorrow's cares and concerns into today. There's a lot of reason to do that, naturally. But there's also some major reasons to do that because of who our God is. So you don't want the future, you want it to be an inspiration. Not something that, you know, comes with major care. When God addresses your life in my life, he does it in today. Give us this day our daily bread. Take no thought for tomorrow or don't worry or be filled with anxiety about it because, you know what I mean, it's enough on its own. <laughs> don't add to it. Don't pull that into today. not an ostrich's head in the sand. It's not that you don't plan. It's not that you don't prepare. But you don't overburden yourself. God provides 
day by day. Day by day. He calls it, he gives us daily benefits. Daily benefits. The past oftentimes has been imperfect. And I think that sometimes in the imperfection of yesterday, they want to, I think we see in our nation, they want to discard our past, our history. But that is what has brought us to today. It's the vehicle that, that carried us, so, we, so we, we honor that. We learn to respect the texture of the journey so that we can enjoy the sweetness of the life that is currently present. How many would say that most of your today's is better than your yesterday's? Yeah, they are. More than likely. At least in the overall picture. I'm not saying there wasn't days that were not so sweet. But to try to taste the sweetness of the day. You can carry the shackles of yesterday, of some failure, some wrong turn, something you did or you didn't do. And it shackles you. Break free from those traumas of yesterday. There are things that I feel like I have been a failure in, or at would be better, you know. Things I wish I would have done different, or at least a better. But you have to free yourself from the trauma of, of the change of yesterday so that the, the poison of bitterness doesn't set in. The smile is face, and listen, if you, you know, just a natural bent that you don't necessarily have a super smiley face, that's okay, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, a smile is a good thing. Because there's a difference between just a, 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 a fake smile, you know what I mean, in a countenance smile. If you would have seen me, in fact, as if I was to show you a picture of me when I was, you know, about that size. They used, I don't know, they used to call me old Hitler. I had such a serious face. 
serious. I wasn't a natural smiler. And now people commend me on my smile. The frowns of yesterday need to leave our face. And the hope of tomorrow needs to inspire our days. God has given us today. He wants us to reach our tomorrows. We must not look through the rear mirror of those disappointments and those regrets and those bumps of yesterday. I told God, I said, I don't want to have another flood. But I got to look through the windshield of tomorrow. And I got to look through it today. We learn from our past, but we must not let our past control us. We must not let living in yesterday kill our future. Kill our future. We must be willing to be new wines, skins, if we want new wine. Everybody wants new wine, but we're reluctant to become new wine skins. We're reluctant to pick up and embrace new ways. There comes a time when we must stop living out of our memory and start living out of our imagination. That God inspired. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul was the one that said, I'm not all the way there yet, but I'm pressing. Where do you press? You press in today. You press today. Thank you for pressing. As many of you know that, you know, if I'm going to be 75 and, and so I've been 
and Christianity all my life and memorably and really part of it, you know what I mean? Not for 75 years, obviously. But I've discovered that I must not let the past become bigger than my future. Do not remember the former things. Then he raises the question, I will do a new thing, but will you see it? We should be able to recognize it. What am I trying to say in that, what I feel God is saying? There's so many pieces to the puzzle of the life, but God says, you know, don't miss today. Today is the day the Lord has made. I'm hoping for tomorrow because hope is what tomorrow is about, but I'm going to live inspired by that hope today not always waiting for it to come to me but I I'm gonna go to it I asked my musicians to come this morning The Holy Ghost is a joy for today. We don't need to wait for revival. Be not drunk with wine. Wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Where? Today. Today. Wherefore do you buy, spend, you know, your money for that which is not bread, and that which satisfies not? And he follows that up with, he said, Come and get what is free to you. Now, I'm saying we don't need revival. But we're waiting for revival, and we've got today. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. You got today. God's in today. Moses said, who shall I say that has sent me to you, or that is to Pharaoh? Just tell him I am. I am right now. I'm today.
time for life is today. The plans for tomorrow take place in today. When we act in the present, life begins to flow with joy, with much more ease, because life is not in our past, nor in our future. It's always in today. In our time frame, at midnight, starts a new day. A new day. 24 hours later, a new day starts. His mercies are new, when? Every day. The children of Israel, in their provision, God says, I'm gonna give it to you every day. And when they try to do something out of today, it's spoiled. It's spoiled. And it was only in that, of course, for the seventh day, was it made allowable to have a two-day supply. <laughs> We must not get lost in preparation for the future because we'll miss experiencing life in the present. Yes. The future is today. We must look at life from both sides, but you only can live it in today. Hallelujah. Freedom comes as our life, as our life and our thoughts diminishes and we embrace the present moment of moving forward. So, a lot's going on. Change, transition, a lot of players. But while we're doing it all, we must not wait.
must do it today. That as a church, but as you as an individual in your own family, in your own life, and your own vision, and your own hope. Is today the day? Today you shall cross over, he told the Israelites. Today. Today, Moses, lift up your staff because the hindrances, the river, the circumstances, you know what I mean, that lie between today and tomorrow are about to change. ready for today you have to figure out what that means to you how it relates to you what is the Holy Spirit saying and I mean what does he have for your today what does he got he's got plans for tomorrow but there's something that needs to take place today in order for the plans of tomorrow to become a reality. Hallelujah. Get on board today. And I say that with all respect and honor. stand with me today you cannot wait for the ideal because not sure there is such a thing as an ideal. When we first get our job, it's an ideal job. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, when we learn more about the job, it's not quite so ideal. It's just the way it is. So we can't wait for the ideal. Thank you, Jesus. I said I just wanted to be a, just a life coach this morning. Just pick it up and 
see where it'll fit. Thank you, Jesus. There's a, a link between strength and your days. Deuteronomy 33, 25 says, as your day So shall your strength be. The day and God's strength go hand in hand. There's a recent story. It's a story that is a prophet. His name is Ken Christmas. He had attended a, a funeral service of a pastor that had lost. Was it his son, Lord, here? Grandson, yeah. And as he sat in that service, as the father was preaching at the funeral service, he said to God, he said, God, I, I, I could never do that. I could never preach my own son's funeral. God returned his voice to him and said it's because you don't need the grace for it you don't feel the grace you can't do it because it's not your today it wasn't just a few weeks and he had to preach his own son's funeral and in that time there was that grace of God as your day is, so shall your strength be. We must not be afraid of tomorrow's todays because God says, I'll give you the strength you need to face and handle that day. Hallelujah. Give a lot of praise this morning. Let's sing it again. Oh, hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Praise the Lord, and He's got your hand in today. In today. Hallelujah. Let me say one more thing this morning. Sometimes, sometimes you have to sacrifice today for tomorrow when he said redeeming the time redemption value comes through sacrifice make sacrifices in today so that tomorrow is brighter. Amen. Thank you, Father, today. As we leave this place, help us to manage our todays, Lord. Holy Spirit, help us to manage 
what you give us in the day, what happens throughout the day, and how we end our day. Our future is in your hands, but you have put today in ours. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being a partner with us every day. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Go with God. Hallelujah.